Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, the place for church, tech, creativity, and all things awesome. It's time to level up. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Day here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing Bofu. And hey, you know, I remember, oh, I feel like I go multiple directions with this. Because um, it was kind of like when I was younger, how I viewed media ratings and consumption and then my middle-aged and now older like <laughs> it's always like the nuances there's definitely nuances but i think l- let me start with the bottom line kind of the general thing and that is and i think everyone can agree on this and that is you need to concern yourself with the kind of media that your kids are consuming um which oftentimes you know the the media that you purchase for them whether it be an online streaming service that you let them consume, tablet apps that they're using, video games that they're playing, all of that. Like, you can't just, you know, dump and pour anything and everything, right? It's kind of double-edged sword because the rating systems that we currently have, like if you look at the back of a movie or look at a video game or, or whatever, if there even if it even has a rating, because sometimes there isn't ratings, right? Um, you, you can't just necessarily blindly follow them. Um, just because a movie is rated G doesn't necessarily mean it's something you want your kids to consume. And just because it's rated rated higher doesn't necessarily mean that it's something your kids shouldn't watch either. And so it's important to understand, you know, who's making the ratings, when the ratings were made, right? Um, I forget what time in the 80s. Everything was PG. There was no, no such thing as PG-13. Um, so a PG in a 1983 film is not the same as a PG movie today, right? And then also you have to think about, like, you know, who who standards, right? So who's coming up with these ratings? They you know, they're not your ratings. They're a collective body somewhere else that have their own rules and regulations, right? You can't just blindly go by the ratings. Jeremy, how how do you currently navigate it with your with your kids? Well, let me say this. I think that there's also an interesting issue because just recently YouTube has um, YouTube for kids and there's a huge issue right now about um, compliance with regards to advertising towards kids, at least here in the U.S. and a couple of other nations. And so to, there's a couple of laws that have been passed in the U.S. about how it needs to happen that Google and a couple of other different agencies are trying to pass the buck because they don't want to be liable for the stuff that's being created and saying it's for kids. And so now the issue is that the F. FC, I think FCC. Yeah, it, it was either FCC or it was the FRC. That they can now find the individual who is creating the content if it's not appropriate. And so the way Google now does it is you have to identify is your stuff designed for kids or is it not designed for kids and not designed for families, but designed specifically for kids. And if you mark that it's for kids and it's inappropriate or if it's breaking advertising laws, which is up to the individual to make that determination, then they can be fined if they're incorrect. So the internet is trained is supposed to be open for everybody. That's the whole intention. It was created, but now there's a lot more regulation happening, especially because kids are getting on it. And I don't think any of that's bad, but it's not going to be like TV where there's a central place that everybody has to meet those standards and they're all trying to sell money. It's all these individual grassroots things coming in. I think for me, especially with the internet, Eric, the, the way that you asked this question, I'm thinking about it from an internet standpoint because we don't own cable. We probably never will again. We have the Disney app. So I think that's a big one. We have Netflix. 
Um, <laughs> but beyond that, we really won't have any YouTube TV. We do have, so it's a version of cable, but even then we're typically only watching the on-demand kids stuff. And so anything outside of that, that's YouTube or TikTok or whatever else it is, is going to be regulated probably on an individual basis. And so I have an issue with turning something on YouTube and walking away from it for 15 minutes because you don't know what the um, engine's going to be saying, hey, this is what's next for the kids to watch. Because I hear the horror stories of, ooh, that's definitely inappropriate for kids to be watching, not like it's um, killing and sex and all this other stuff. But it's it's definitely sending a message that I don't want my kids to watch. And so if they end up watching YouTube in our house, the rule is if they're going to watch YouTube and we're okay with them watching it, then they have to watch it with an adult in there with them. And so that's the only way they're allowed to do it. And so they'll watch like kids from those like toy review things where they're playing with toys and like, they love watching that to watch the kids play with the toys and that's fine. But when it goes to the next episode, me or my wife are looking at the thing to say, what is it that they're watching now when it's Disney or some other thing, I'm okay walking away from it whenever it's rated like you're talking about, Eric. That's okay by me, even if it's by another thing, because I think that they're I think that they I do think that they over guess and they over assume, even if it's by a different person's standards. Right. And it from, from your experience, I mean, it doesn't you haven't just blindly done that. You have watched it monitor yourself and you're like, Okay, this is this is how they're rating stuff. I know I'm good to go. Cause you, yeah. Even, even with something like, um, Netflix, like we watch the first episode, whatever it is, like there's this one thing that's like boogeyman and like, it's a kid's show and it's made for kids. We won't let our kids watch it because it's glorifying the vampires and all that stuff. We don't want our kids to watch it, but all the other stuff, like, uh, there's this TV show called true where this girl has these magical things that they can play and it's not glorifying that stuff so they can watch that. And so beyond that first one we know what it's going to be like, so then they can go watch it. So I think that's the big thing. Whereas something like YouTube, you don't know. Yeah, and I, I really like how you brought up that nuance. That's something that <laughs> was not crossing my radar. I'm glad you brought that up. Is we, we do have these forums where there is no ratings, right? Or we might not be sure what those ratings are. Like when you went into that, you weren't you you weren't for certain that those you know the Disney app was going to be be okay. Like you had to you know test it and try it and get familiar with it and know you know what that you could trust it. Um, but I think that's the key part, right? You went into it mindfully and not blindfully. Yeah. Uh, I think, well, that's kind of like a little out of my, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> purview or expertise. Purview right now. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but as you see, as you see it though, no, but I think that's it. I'm interested to hear kind of your thoughts on it because you, you don't necessarily have that direct, connection with someone you're looking after so but so but i'm curious to know what your your take is on it right because you don't have that emotional connection you're kind of looking at it like as an observer mm -hmm. well I, I mean so we were having discussions uh a few weeks ago with some of the guys in the office and we were talking about you know what and and these are people who predominantly just uh grew, grew up in a christian environment um you know at home and parents and um you know in, in some instances we even have some pks um like me and jeremy um <laughs> and and we were talking about shows that we were we were never allowed to watch <laughs> um and for different reasons and mostly it had to do with um you know kind of more the spiritual stuff if i can put it that way 
And I mean, we just had a good laugh uh, looking at some of that stuff and thinking, but you know, now we look at it now, but as adults and we're not necessarily thinking about it the same, the same way. And so, I mean, that got me thinking about uh, just if I'm not, I mean, so as a parent, you're mindful for someone else um, and someone else who's involved in that. But um, as an individual, um, you know, what's my approach to that? Uh, um, and I'm not looking after watching out for anybody. And then the thing I'm thinking about has to, it kind of falls in where what happens when I, when some stuff, uh, some stuff slips through the cracks. So I go visit, uh, I'm a kid. I go visit John at home. My dad would have vetted stuff at John's house. Sorry, John, whoever you are. Um, my parents don't. Um, so my, so the, my leanings tend to actually go through, take it from someone who's not like parenting anyone, um, like that. Um, you know, what framework can I actually use uh, for my children? Um, because there's things that I'm not going to be able to allow them. Um, there's things that I'm not going to be there for them to kind of shield them from. But I want them to be able to identify what is it that I would be concerned about and why and whether they can self, um, self-censor, if I can even um, use that term. And I hate being the uh, the parental expert when I'm not. <laughs> no, but I, I do think that you give that perspective. I think that there's something to be said for um, understanding what it means to parents and mm. and not necessarily being in the nitty gritty of it. I will say that mm. my ideals of being a parent before I had kids was very mm. wholesome, very um, uneducated, but at the same time, mm. very um intentional in the sense of like i want to make sure i'm honoring god i want to make sure that i'm making all the right decisions i just didn't happen to realize i'm waking up in the middle of night my goals for myself the things i do for my self-care all that's going to get interrupted i didn't think about that Mm -hmm. stuff right Mm -hmm. i didn't think about how much i need to theologically think about playing youtube for my kids and not letting it babysit my kids but also needing to get stuff done and make appointments and all that stuff so i don't it's good to think about from your perspective because you're not in the weeds of it that's why generals are more effective when they're not right at the front of it they can have a a whole view of everything so i think having that perspective eric's perspective who is on the other side of it whereas i'm in the um early days of things i think that it's it's good to have all of this Eric, you've got an army, right? (laughs) I don't think four kids is an army, but okay. (laughs) No, no, I was just going off the 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 analogy, (laughs) Jeremy, and 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 I was just thinking, like, um, I mean, one of the things I think about when 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 you have. Um, when you have more than one to worry about, uh, uh, Jeremy and, 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 and you, Eric, as well, you know, like how on earth do you even keep track of them? Well, on, honest, honestly, it's about at the end of the day, it's about fundamentals. You have to teach, teach your kids fundamentals. You can't 
just make it rule oriented because here's the thing is that technology and content is ever evolving and ever changing and what you face today is nothing compared to what you'll face tomorrow and if you don't pass on fundamentals your your generations to come will have no skills to be able to cope and to address it in any way shape or form so you can't just set up rules you have to set up fundamentals so that when they do come when, when they are faced with new content and new technology and new things, they have what it takes to be able to navigate through that. And it's going so much faster. You said generation to generation, but there's not a generation gap between your <laughs> oldest right. and my oldest, right? And exactly. Exactly. Everything. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we had a, um, I don't know if this will help anyone or if it's helpful at all, but we had a stint um, parenting a teenager, <clears throat> which was, uh, it was fun. Um, and, and we know that the things that drove him crazy were the things that we didn't have clearly defined rules for um, because we couldn't come up with any, but we knew that we needed some sort of guidelines. So we use statements like you are where you say you are and you're doing what you said you're doing. You know, we'll decide on whether something is good for you, whether you'll do something if we think something is good for you We'll factor in how it's going to impact your studies and um, and we'll just take it from there before we make a decision about stuff. Um, and that kind of, you know, I, I don't know how helpful that kind of stuff is, but um, do you do you have anything along those lines in terms of just um, kind of getting getting your children to think about uh, when it comes to, you know, like consuming content usually it's usually it's asking questions and also understanding your kids because for the most part most most kids the most kids haha i'm gonna to take all that back my kids the four children that i know um and there's millions of children in the world they they don't like they don't like certain content types so you know it's it's fairly it i I will, we will often filter, help filter it based on that. We'll be like, well, let's not watch that because, or play that or whatever, because we know it's not something that they're going to like, like it's going to scare them or, you know, they're going to get bad dreams or like whatever. So we know, we know to avoid, avoid that, or it's going to be, um, too mature. Like there's all kinds of different things you have to watch out for. Right. Um, but part of it is knowing, knowing your kids and knowing, you know, what, what they can handle. Um, and so, you know, helping them navigate that. And it's amazing how much of it they know. Like, like we, we were watching uh, the TV show. It's kind of cheesy, but kind of cool. The kids, the kids are enjoying it. It's called Once Upon a Time. And uh, it was like on ABC. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, Ingrid loves it. Yeah, it, it, it surprised us. Um, it has some intense moments. Nothing that, that my kids um, aren't, they, they don't have any problems with it but there are a few um like i don't know what we'll call them bedroom scenes because that might give the wrong impression but they're just r slightly romantic see i mean we're talking seriously tame here right <laughs> and like uh my, my younger kids will like turn their head like automatically like they don't want to see that they're just like oh i don't know what's gonna happen which is just kind of like it's a little humorous to me because like I know nothing's gonna happen, <laughs> but they're automatically guarding from that. Like, 
and I think that the family culture also plays into this because I have my parents. I think that um, if anything like that would have come on, I would have turned away. But I have a feeling my kids are not going to be like that because I'm smooching my my wife. I slap her butt when I walk away. And so that physical romance kind of thing is not inappropriate by any means, but it's definitely something that we show we love each other and it's okay to love your spouse as long as it's appropriate. And we, we have that conversation with at least our oldest. So, but then you have like the issue of, we talk about like, we don't like violence and my daughter who watches the animated Grinch that came out just recently versus the Jim Carrey Grinch. When she gets to mm-hmm. Jim Carrey Grinch, she's like, Oh, daddy, he's so scary. He eats the apple. He's so scary when he do that. And we can't get past like the first 10, 15 minutes because the real life Grinch is so scary compared to the other one, but it's styled almost exactly the same, right? Yeah. So my kids were very scared of that Grinch. Yeah. 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 No. Um, it, so it's, I, I'm glad you said that, Jeremy, because um, I'm like, you know, taking the question so literal, but a lot of it does have to do with like your family culture and what you talk about, what you, you know, hold and and value so a a lot of that a lot of that building um i talked about oh you know foundations blah 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 like that's what that is it's your it's your family culture and you know if you are cultivating and you are building and shaping your family culture in a particular way the the discussion and the consumption of media is is going to be fairly straightforward and not a difficult thing because it's going to segue and transition so you know, seamlessly with everything else in your family. Right. Um, and, and so I, I think that that's really, really key. You, you can't just work on this one thing. I think the biggest takeaway for most families who are, who are, who care about this, if you care about this, you probably have a family culture that can, can, can handle and grapple with these things a little bit more naturally. But I think really just, you know, taking responsibility and understanding what's healthy for your kids. Um, I will say as a tip that it is, it is, um, you, you never regret them watching something when they're older, but you, you can regret having them watch something too early. Um, because if they get scared or they don't enjoy it or it goes over their head, but if they watch it a little late or when they're a little older, like no big deal. It's really, it really is no big deal. So there's no need to rush. If you're worried that it might be too much or you know that Star Wars is going to go over your kid's head, like, just wait a little bit. Like, chill out. There's no rush. There's no rush. You're never too early for Star Wars. Yeah, well. <laughs> what is it? I said, is it ever too early for Star Wars, though? Yeah, my kids are scared of. It um, can be. My yeah, my, okay. my kids yeah, are scared of just the lightsabers. My kids are. Well, yeah, we, okay. we started with number four, the Banthas and all that stuff. That was, it was yeah. too much. Also, and we can end on this tip as well, is when you expose your kids to Star Wars, you need to do episodes four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. I mean, raise your child in a manner that's honoring to the Lord, right? <laughs> <laughs> raise them up so they go or they won't depart from it, right? Let the force be with you. Like, don't do in in, in quote-unquote chronological order. No, no. I had a friend that did that. I call him my friend. <laughs> he did that. He did that. And he says, Eric, oh, you know the moment in episode, yeah, when Luke finds out that Leia, yeah, they were like, <laughs> But when I got to that point, they were like, ew, 
<laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, because you watched in the wrong order. I'm pretty sure Joshua, oh, the book of Joshua says, as for me and my house, we'll start on episode four, right? <laughs> right there. Right there. That's right. Let's see what he even right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag podcast by visiting Church Mag Online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message. And be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com.